Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Where will each chapter take you? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. After a stressful take on the valley, there's nothing more relaxing than playing a round of June's Journey. I take in all the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. So can you crack the case? June needs your help, detective. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Sex, Love, and What Else Matters with Kristen Doty and Luke Broderick. It's me, Luke. I'm her co-host, and we do have Kristen here today. <laughs> How are you, honey? Did you do this to make me laugh on purpose? <laughs> I might have. You sound like, what is that radio that your grandma listens to when she gets her 10,000 steps in? <laughs> it wasn't NPR. <laughs> NPR is what she used to listen to. I don't know what it is yeah. anymore. That's kind of what you sounded like just now. You were like, welcome back. <laughs> You said, like, I'm me, her. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, welcome back. Next level. No, we're, we're, we're keeping okay. it because I was, I was a little somber just now and I'm working out my smile muscles again. It's good to see you smile. It's been a second. I know. My frown muscles are like kicking in. Like I, when I have my resting face, it's like being drawn down really hard. That's no bueno. And I was like, oh man. I like seeing those pearly whites, big smile on your face. I paid enough for him. <laughs> Just kidding. Not kidding. But all right, guys. Well, we're back. Um, every week we'll get a little happier. Next week will be. I think we'll be in a better place. We'll be back together. I'm in Colorado right now. For those of you that don't know. Yes. Which is very difficult. Yes. But a needed trip. Very much so. A planned and needed yeah, trip. Yeah, but I'll get any <laughs> hate for not being there with Kristen. But we talked a lot about it and decided this was best for both of us yeah there's really nothing you could have done for me like during that time and now you're gonna be back in two days so that's like pretty perfect timing so i'll be real guys um we've been we talked to you last week on saturday and today it i don't even know i don't even know my own name what's my name Kristen doty that's right i was introduced thanks luke (laughs) but Today is Wednesday, Thursday. What's today, babe? Today is Thursday. Today's Thursday. Normally I would know that because of football, but I have been in bed for most of the week. And as most of you lovely ladies that wrote me who were amazing, I was absolutely shocked with all of the emails and the comments and the notes and they made me cry. I'm so appreciative, but like, as you all know, it, it takes time physically Mostly, I mean, not mostly physically, but physically it takes time 
for your body to like deal with what's going, what it's going through and mentally and emotionally. I don't even know where the hell I'm at, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> like some days I'm cool and then other days I'm like, mm, not so much. So that's how I'm feeling. But we kind of want to, do we, we want to start with that video from the doctor? Uh, I just, I want to say, I see the emails yeah. we get to the podcast um, email address as well. And it's been, we'll get back to all of you. And we very much appreciate all of the support as well as the stories you've shared and things you've done. To me, I think it's been so supportive and uplifting and I hope has had the same effect on you, babe. Yes. It's nice to know like, not to feel alone, which I think is probably why other women were reaching out because they probably felt alone too. You know, so it's it's wild to know that there's a lot of people out there who understand. Right. And it's it's is a more common thing than people believe. And what people go through, I think, isn't talked about enough. And Kristen, you have a recording of a doctor that addresses what Kristen's going through and how common it is and how it's just not talked about. Yeah. So this is this is just from Instagram. This is not my doctor, guys. I was tagged in this. Uh, Dr. Laura, who says she is uh, Dr. Laura MD, she's fertility specialist, reprodu reproductive health education, miscarriage, fertility, IVF support. And she posted this video that I thought was very kind. So one second. Breaking news today in the fertility community, Vanderpump Rules alum Kristen Doty shared that she had a miscarriage. And I've got three things to say about that. People Magazine led with terrifying miscarriage at six weeks. What did I do wrong? I'm Dr. Laura Shaheen. I'm a reproductive endocrinologist helping people build families and deal with miscarriages for years. And I really appreciate what Kristen's doing. She shares, I only feel comfortable talking about this because I know so many friends of mine have gone through this. That's true. One in four pregnancies will end in miscarriage. I know so many women have been through this and it's really flipping terrifying because you always think what's wrong what did I do wrong could I have done something different so the three things that I want to share number one Kristen thank you so much for using your huge platform to share something that is so common still not talked about enough and make people feel so broken and so vulnerable you're doing this helps so many people feel less alone. Number two, I want to remind people that the most common cause of miscarriage is a genetic issue within the embryo, not something that the person who is pregnant did wrong. And number three, miscarriage is no one's fault. It's not your fault. You did nothing wrong. You are not broken. Find the support that you need and the compassionate care you deserve. Yeah, so I thought that was really kind because those things definitely go through your head. Like, there's all this hope. I will say, like, I have a lot of hope, Luke. We both have a lot of hope. Like, hopefully this is what happened and we're on to have a very healthy pregnancy next time. Um, can't predict the future, but that's definitely the hope. But it is, I will say, like, not to just be, like, super negative this whole time, but it is hard to not feel, even though I know all of those things are very, very true. I know that I did nothing wrong. I know that I couldn't have done anything differently or better or, like, I did all the shit. And, you know, what a lot of people, like, think about way back in the day. They didn't have prenatal Amazon vitamin gummies that you can, like, order next day to your house or, like, slow like iron pills so you don't puke your brains out or shit all over yourself or whatever. <laughs> so it's like there's all these things that are so accessible and so convenient 
for us to be looking up to hear about, to educate ourselves on, and just to have. So I know all of those things, like obviously deep down. And at the same time, though, it's like all the worries that I had before we got pregnant were like, can I get pregnant? Is it, I'm 40. Is there, are there going to be issues? And now I'm, it's like those stories you kind of still tell yourself a little bit. Like, oh, is it because of my age or is it because of this, that, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So ladies out there, like, just listen to that on repeat. <laughs> Go ahead, Luke. <laughs> well, and I, I want to say from a, a male perspective, I just want to acknowledge that I know that there's no way I or any man could feel what you feel as far as the overwhelming waves, you know, the feelings of loss and those things. Like we have our own feelings too, but what's going on in your body is something that we won't ever experience. And I, I don't know, just like I feel like it's been – not difficult, but I've been really trying to do what's right and not like push you too much, be there for you. I just want to be understanding. And it's hard to fully understand something you can't and will never go through. So yeah. I, I mean, I get, I get that. I get that a lot more. I think now there's a lot of things that I think I just get a lot more now, even though we weren't, we were pregnant for a month. I mean, that we knew of, that we knew of. Obviously, we were pregnant longer than that. You don't find out, you know, hours after you conceive. And that's maybe just something stupid I feel like debunking when they're like, she had this terrifying, I mean, I hate the clickbait headlines. Yes, it was terrifying for me. There was, I don't think anything abnormal about the way that it went. I also really, I hate the word miscarriage. And I read someone, I think someone wrote me this or I commented on something and I actually really agree. And no, I'm not, you guys, I'm not like taking some fucking like stand and like change.org to like change the word. Okay. Calm down. But I just, the word miscarry, it does kind of like read as if though you did something wrong. You did not carry this pregnancy correctly. You know what I mean? Fuck the word, but. I hadn't ever thought of it that way, but. You know, neither you say had I. It. 100% you can get that meaning from it. And I don't know. Maybe there's a new term for it someday. We'll just call it whatever the fuck we want. Again, not trying to change the world out here. Just trying to change my thoughts and feelings. One day at a time. Oh, and then something else, Luke. This is just like a random thought that I was thinking about the other day that I wrote down. But when you were just saying like how... Because I, I want to get back to like how you're feeling. But just to like tag on to that. I don't know if this is something that like sticks with you or that like affects you at all. But like for me as a, as a chick and when my friends get pregnant and they're always like, Oh my God, here's, I heard the first heartbeat. The heartbeat was today. And I'm always like, yay, you heard a heartbeat. Woo. That's like a real baby's happening. It's like living. That's awesome. Right. And, and it like resonated with me sort of, but now I like really fucking get it. You know what I mean? Like you're just waiting because then you know you've gotten past this hump that that is like the most weird strange difficult happy emotional fucking roller coaster that is the first trimester as long as I went through it because you're like what's happening to my body what's happening to my brain my hormones are going nuts blah 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 but that's it does say statistics prove that the, that a miscarriage is far more likely to happen, not impossible to happen after a first trimester, but more likely to happen during the first trimester. So anyway, just the whole heartbeat thing, really like I thought about it and how many friends I've had that have texted me or called me at their first appointment, which is usually not until like eight to 10 weeks. And at that point you would hear a heartbeat. So I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty wild. Because that's what we were hoping for when we went in. 
It's kind of what we banked on. So anyway, but I want you to, those, I was just, sorry, tagging on to what you were saying of just the not understanding. I, I, and I do understand that you don't know and you can't know physically, but you're a really good partner. Kiddo, <laughs> I love you. Thanks. I love you too. So how have you been feeling? What's been going on? Do you like, do, do you guys talk to their friends about this? Like, do, do you talk to your family? Like, what do you do? Every plate is cheaper than takeout with no hidden fees, so you can add more items to your cart for delicious holiday meals, plus only pay for what you need with pre-portioned ingredients. That's right, guys, every plate. Craving steak? I know Luke does. Introducing $1 steak for life. Add a 10-ounce ranch steak to your weekly order for only $1. Now that's raising the steaks for my boy's dinner. Crossing off your to-do list ahead of the holidays? Get every plate and take back your time with fewer trips to the grocery store and meals ready in six simple steps. They plan the meals and deliver pre-portioned ingredients right to your door so you can spend less time meal prepping and more time resting and relaxing over the holidays. Enjoy wholesome, filling meals with loved ones this holiday with Family Style, every plate's new selection of hearty recipes featuring a protein-packed main dish and not one but two scrumptious sides. The more the merrier. With the jam-packed holiday season upon us, you can count on every plate to make mealtimes easier without compromising on quality. Every plate recipes include only the highest quality ingredients, including sustainably sourced seafood that meets the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Rankings, so you know your meals will be fresh and flavorful. Every plate provides plenty of delicious variety, so you'll never get stuck in a cooking rut. With 26 tasty and affordable recipes that change every week, it's easy to find something flavorful and satisfying for every meal of the day, like breakfast 24-7, 15 minutes or less meals, and big batch faves. At first, I was skeptical, thinking meal kits might be expensive, but now I'm convinced you can get the same deliciousness at a much, much lower price. And it's so convenient to eat meals throughout the week. Get a meal for $1.49 plus $1 stakes for life by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49DOTY. Subscription must be active to qualify and redeem your $1 stake. Get started with every plate for just $1.49 per meal plus $1 stakes for life by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49DOTY. Subscription must be active to qualify and redeem $1 stake. Go get your every plate. Step into a world of nonstop action on DraftKings Casino. Play the classics like blackjack, roulette, and slots. Plus, enjoy exclusive games you can't find anywhere else. All you have to do is sign up, select the offer, make your deposit, and start playing from a full suite of games. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and sign up with promo code DOTY. New customers can get a deposit match up to $500 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code DOTY. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly 21 and over. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. One per opted-in new customer. Minimum $5 deposit. Max match 500 and casino credits, which require one-time playthrough within seven days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com com slash players choice for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. You know, I've talked to Greg a little bit, but like minimally, I don't know. It's just, it's not a subject I want to talk about either. I know you said you don't want to, and it's not something I want to. Yeah. It just doesn't feel like something I, I need to get off my chest or I need to tell somebody it's not the feeling you get going through this. Yeah. And so I didn't say that on the podcast. I said that to Luke, I think just privately, but that, I've been home the entire time Luke's been out of town by choice <laughs> and um, amazing friends, 
and strangers and just people in general reaching out, being so kind and wanting to be so helpful. And I just don't want to talk to anyone. Like, I don't want to talk to my best friends. Like you're Luke or like the, you're the only person that I want to even speak to. Like, I'm just like, what are you going to say? Like, it's like when someone dies almost, you're just like, I, I have to mourn this on my own. And there's like nothing you can say to make it better. Therefore, like, let's not waste time. I don't know. It sounds very insensitive when I say it like that because I'm very appreciative. But yeah, we haven't wanted to talk to people, I guess, as part of the way this whole thing goes. We will be bringing more uplifting topics back, but Right for right now, just filling in everyone on what's going on and addressing certain questions and things we've got. One really cool thing, uh, babe. Maybe you can you have uh, her name, but we had a tree planted. Samantha. Samantha. Yeah, mm-hmm. had a tree planted in. Yeah, we got an email sent to us. So Samantha, thank you. This is like beyond beyond the sweetest thing I've ever heard that really meant a whole lot. So Samantha emailed us, said, Kristen and Luke, I'm so, so sorry to hear the miscarriage news. It never matters how early it is in your pregnancy either. You feel the loss regardless. I know you feel overwhelmed. Just know you are overwhelmed with my love and prayers. I have had a tree planted in your honor and a memory of your loss. As a mom who has also experienced this pain, you are not alone. You will continue to be in my thoughts and prayers. So thank you so much, Samantha Griffin. Very much appreciate that. And that's so above and beyond and amazing. That's really, really sweet. And I was like, I want to go plant a bunch of trees. So <laughs> <laughs> we can like visit. Can we plant one in Colorado? We can plant a bunch in Colorado. That'd be cool. So I don't know. The only thing I knew how to do with this was kind of like I sent Luke this like little outline thing that I wrote of just things. It's stuff I've been thinking about. And I feel like a lot of people will really tap into and, and connect to. Um, because I'm, again, just very overwhelmed by the amount of women who have reached out and have said that this isn't talked about enough. And, and you know, I get it. I know why. It's, it's sad. But it, if at all helpful, it's worth it. And I'll start off by saying something really quickly. Um, when I found out I was pregnant, the first one of the first things I did was just download apps. <laughs> I downloaded a lot of apps, let me tell you guys. I got recommendations from the handful of people that I had told right away, I mean, listen, if you want to sing, I'm here to listen. (laughs) So, But the ones that I personally found really helpful for me in my first trimester and the ones I really liked the most were the Flow app, which I was using for my ovulation, for my period. I had been using it for years and then also the Bump. But what I really loved about the Flow app is that they have this secret forum, like a secret forum board that you can chat on. So all you know is like when someone wrote it, it'll say like four days ago and you're not allowed to post photos of yourself like with your face in it. You can't write any names in it. So it's really just this open chat forum for people to talk about everything from like, you know, there there are definitely miscarriage forums on there, but there's also so many things like, oh, I just found out I was pregnant and these things are all happening and like, is this normal? And I'm like, oh, I don't even know what to do with myself. And there's just like all the way up through birth. I mean, I just thought it was such an amazing platform for people to feel so safe to just chat amongst other moms or like moms to be. So that just, I don't know, that was just my favorite thing. And then we had this one called the bump that was showing it's for me, it just showed like the best photos (laughs) of like what that little fetus is going to look like. For like the how many nugget. weeks? The dino nugget. I was like, we have it, we have a dino nugget. We had a dino nugget for quite some time, as far as we knew. I don't, I don't know if it went past dino nugget or I think it did, but 
Anyway, and then it's like, oh, it's the size of a sweet pea or it's a lentil. It's an apple seed. It's a whatever. So that's just something fun and nice that I still look forward to kind of reading. And they have like a million articles on there that you can read from doctors and just like a lot of, you know, really great knowledge. So I'll be the first one to say my OB is the first to tell me, stop fucking Googling stuff, reading all these things on Google. But I do think things are helpful. I, I, I stand by that. I, I got a lot of information from Google. Obviously, I'm not taking any medical scientific information from Google and applying it to my life without speaking to my doctor first. Like that should go without saying, you guys. Um, if you don't trust your doctor, find a new one. I love mine a whole lot. I also think for me that books are really helpful, but what I find more helpful than just like those, those one or two books is that lots of books are helpful. Like books with all sorts of different views that you might not have thought you were going to want. Like there's the book that's like, yeah, it's like, oh, what to expect when you're expecting, which is like totally not a book I was going to buy. But I had a friend tell me like, it's the fucking Bible. So I bought it. Eh, it's all right. I had another friend tell me there's this uh, author named Emily Oster who writes a lot of books. I bought a few of her books and I was, v it hers is very like data based. So she's more of a researcher than anything, but I just think that's extremely fascinating. So it's just really to like open your mind to certain things. And again, I just always go back to my OB and I ask him a thousand questions. <laughs> my point is you just always go back and ask your doctor, but I just think it's between looking some certain things up, my, my, I think the biggest blessing that we had were friends. And it wasn't the friends, I guess, our listeners might think that I was talking to. They, they just probably assume it's like, oh, the Vanderbilt girls and like blah, 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 blah. But it was um, really a lot of my best friends from back home. Our friend Nia, I, as I said on the last podcast, my best friend Carmen Dickman, I'm sure you guys remember her. A lot of my friends that have been in my life for a really, really long time that have a lot of experience in having children or going through certain things. So I like to hear the women that I trust and love in my life, Luke's sister, you know, and to kind of see what their experiences are like. So that's my recommendation. Luke, anything to add on? Um, I agree. I've got to say from a, my perspective, just how how different the whole experience is because it's obviously not us that are carrying the child. We're not the ones that go through the physical changes and everything. So just, I don't know, the whole experience feels like it's such anticipation and like focus on, like try to focus and not focus too much on you. Does that make sense, mm -hmm. babe? Like, I feel like sometimes I overcompensated because I'm like always thinking about you, but I'm like, I don't want to like be overbearing. And then there are times where you were like, you're not paying any attention to me. And yeah. I want you to like pay lots of attention to me. <laughs> <laughs> they all of it, all the attention I have. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I'm very okay. understanding. I'm like, you want to go golf? Great. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I get it. I have to, I have to like imagine, 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 imagine. I have to imagine that it has to be like a what the fuck moment of what do I do now? Do I do anything differently? Nothing's really different yet. It's not like I was teeter-tottering around with a basketball belly. I was teeter-tottering right. around with giant boobs I couldn't hold up. That <laughs> happened real fast. Like so uncomfortable. Uh, but they're milk bags. That's what they're there for. And then it becomes this wildly beautiful thing that you're like, my tits are big. It's really annoying. I have to start wearing bras all of a sudden for the first time, like since middle school. But then you realize like what it's for. And it's just like, holy shit. For a woman, not for you. For you, they're big boobs. I get it. They're lovely big <laughs> boobs. But. They're so cute. So I want to talk about 
two like kind of bigger like main topics. It's like how we were during this month that we knew little over a month and then like what we've learned we've kind of gotten into like some of the things we've learned but like how we were during pregnancy there's something that um, changed for me that I feel grateful that I am aware that it could happen again so I can catch it early and that was our sex life which it's not like babe it was so short it wasn't like it was that big a big of a deal Um, (laughs) so he says no (laughs) You're I'm right. saying now that you see it in hindsight that we were only pregnant for a month, it maybe wasn't as big of a deal that we weren't having sex super often. However, like my train of thought during that time was like, I don't want anything near this baby hole. Like this baby <laughs> will come out of this hole the same way it went in. Or maybe I'll have a C-section. I don't know yet. I don't know. Haven't thought that part through. But it was just like, I was terrified. Like, what is it? You see it in all the fucking movies, right? All the baby movies, all the rom-coms. They're coms more than roms. But they're like, don't put that thing in here. Are you going to poke the baby? It's like my baby was cells, right? Our baby. She or he were cells. But I was still like, what is that going to do to me? And you know, let's just be honest because that's what we are. And it does, it does make you, it can make you bleed a little bit. It's not that like the act of sex is making me bleed. It's the fact that your cervix is changing so drastically that it's like, okay, let's get, get all the things out. We might shed a little bit more. We might get rid of old blood or we might bleed a little bit. And it was like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. Even though they're like, that's normal. It'll happen. You asked our OB. Straight up to his face. Yeah. What did you say? <laughs> I said, is there any chance? You like, whispered uh, it to him in front of me as if I could not hear whisper. this. <laughs> I didn't like shout it from the hilltops clearly, but. You like said, pulled him aside. <laughs> well, he was like, he said, any, any more questions or I'll see you next time. And I said, hey, can I ask you something? And I asked, I said, is there any way that sex could have any negative effect or it hurt the baby? And he said, absolutely not. Not absolutely not possible. Mm-hmm. He said, yeah. but, and then I, and then I, and Kristen said, yeah, yeah. And I said, and no, I know it's not going to hurt the baby, but it just freaks me out a little bit. And he said, well, yeah, that's where your comfort lies. Like whatever your comfort zone is, you have to be aware that it might, you might bleed after. And if you can mentally get through that, then everything's fine, but it has to be where you're comfortable. So anyway, my point is, Luke, it's just that like, I, that's something I would like to mentally, like to be thinking about when we get pregnant next time, because then I'm like, okay, I know this is okay. And it makes us close. It's like, it is really an intimacy thing. It's not just about banging. It's like for us to be close, but I was so closed off. And so just like in my little shell of being pregnant where I'm like, no one touch me, no one come near me, stay away from my belly. Like it's fucking crazy how crazy you go when you never thought you'd be that crazy lady. Right. Yeah. It is the intimacy more side of it. And it's, I think it's kind of funny, but I asked Kristen not to walk around topless as much if we're not going to be doing it, having any kind of fun. Yeah. Like, You're like, can you like, just not? Babe, it'd be like me. You want gummy bears? I dangle in front of you say, yeah, I have them, but you can't have it. You do like, You do do that to me. You no, hide I them. I give them to you, you hide yeah. them all over the house. I ration them for you. You hide them. Sometimes. And then I found your stash one time. But anyway... I'm it's not exactly the same thing. I'm right? glad we're laughing. It's fun. 
But it's, but it's something that I learned. It's something that I learned about myself that I never thought was going to be a thing. And it was a thing. And I had to know, I guess I know, or I had to have known, or maybe I think that I know that next time when the pregnancy becomes, you know, like goes to full term, as time passes, I'm going to become more physically uncomfortable as my friends have told me, as I've seen them be physically and then talk about how they're trying to have sex with their husbands or their partners. <laughs> so it's something that I'm grateful that I learned about myself that I can kind of remember for next time. Like, it's going to be okay. Right. There, nothing about this has anything to do with anything else. Yeah. So something that also, I don't know if this is something that goes through all men's mind, but mm -hmm. when the kids come, undoubtedly sex life is going to struggle. Like that happens in every relationship. You just get overwhelmed. You have between work, raising a kid, we have pets. Like you're not, we're not going to have time. It's just not going to line up when we get to that point when that's happening. And so to me, anticipatory anxiety was like, oh no, is it already happening? Are we not going to have sex anymore? <laughs> Can we talk about that conversation? This is actually really good, Luke. What is? But that Duh. conversation we had, you started crying. It really like hit me, like because you were you weren't like, oh, we're not fucking, or not that you would talk like that. But you know what I mean. It wasn't about that. You were just like, essentially, the way what I heard from you was like, so it, I lost my girlfriend. I lost like my lover, my girlfriend, like that part of like maybe my not maybe <laughs> your wife one day. It's like now we're roommates. Now we're BFFs. Like you missed that like intimacy, the actual intimacy of it. And you were like, it's not going to get easier. Like as life goes on and we have more responsibilities and more responsibilities. So we really need to like tap into this now and fix it now. Right. That's yeah, what I, and I don't think it. I, I don't take it as a fixing thing. It's just like, it is something that takes work to maintain. So you don't grow more distant and become yeah. roommates, become business partners, become just co-parents that just lose their intimacy. It is something that takes work in most relationships, most long-term relationships. It takes some work. So something to put some effort into and not take for granted when you have it. Yeah. I love you because you talk to me, babe. I try to. You don't always like when I'm talking. Uh, you know, I was going through a lot. <laughs> I no, I wasn't just up from down. Oh, just in general in life. <laughs> I don't always Sometimes like, I'm talk? just talking. Where I start talking and you're like, I don't want to talk about this right now. About <laughs> 10 seconds into anything financial. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I don't like that. It's boring. I don't like boring stuff. You want to talk about the Foo Fighters? I'm down like a fucking clown, bro. And was there anything else like that you thought about that we were in that short time? I don't know. I, f I felt like other than initially that first week of finding out and it probably was partially the environment. I mean, you were out here in Colorado. It was tough, like getting back in sync. We hadn't been together for yeah almost three weeks. And when we do get back together, you had just found out you were pregnant. You yeah. had stopped vaping. You're not drinking. And... Mm -hmm. You're also out of your comfort zone. We it was a, we got a cold front out here in Colorado while you were here. It snowed. That yeah. sucks, and it it sucked for us. Like we didn't feel like we were on the same page. That first week was yeah. That's a tough. good way to put it because I kept, I would say things like you know like well, I want my dogs. They're like I want to be in my own bed, and he's like, well, we have my bed, and it's like uh, it's not about the bed or that place. It's like there's this thing about me being like a fucking recluse <laughs> when I'm trying to figure my brain out where I just need I, I need that like comfort space, which is probably something else I should be working on. You know, I went from being like a social butterfly to not wanting to speak to 
anyone or like not saying a spoken word for weeks, like not weeks, but days at a time, unless it's to my dogs. Like that's pretty wild, you know, and I know it'll pass, but yeah, you're right. I, th- I think that's just something else to sort of like learn from and to remember like, oh, these are hormones. Oh, this is the unknown. Oh, that's why these things are happening. So you can be just as understanding as you were and that I can be a little more aware, like a little more self-aware. And reminding you as well, instead of being yeah. like, instead of being like this and talking through my teeth, I'm like, babe, I'm just feeling a little weird right now. Yeah, I would love for you to say that sort of thing to me. <laughs> I, I told you, like, you're so talkative and you'll talk to everybody in Social Butterfly, like you said, usually, but then you just clam up and sometimes I can't get anything out of you. And I'm like, I can't read your mind. Yeah. I think I'm doing what I'm doing right. But then I find out later what I was doing was wrong, but you didn't tell me at the time. I don't know what to do. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks to be you. It sucks. That's for sure. That's why I bought you a dad, like, I'm going to be a dad for the first time book. I wonder if you have, like, support groups for, like, first time dads. Maybe they're at golf courses or something. And they're like, every Monday at 8 a.m., we meet here (laughs) to talk about our weekend. It's our scramble group. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what a scramble group is, but I like support system better. I want to talk to you about Dipsy. Are you intrigued? Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventures, vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. Radically inclusive, Dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners, and 56% of stories are voice acted by people of color. You can now listen to spicy audios by your favorite TikTok creators. They're attentive to your every need, prioritize your pleasure, and have voices that will make you melt. New content is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. They also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy written stories to read. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or even heat things up with a partner. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash Kristen. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash Kristen. That's dipsystories.com slash Kristen. To what you were just saying, I would change my overthinking because you were very communicative with me and I would have been more communicative with you. Like we were just saying, um, I mean, even our therapist said that I was being passive aggressive. He offered that as a suggestion. (laughs) He's like, maybe do you think you're being a little passive aggressive, Kristen? I was like, "Mm -hmm, fuck yeah, for sure. (laughs) No, I'm being very assertive. You're absolutely right. And he was very kind in saying, as as a father of two, being like, you know, the hormones don't help, <laughs> which essentially in your dad book was like all the, in like big bold letters, like the hormones are going to drive you nuts. But he did call me out and saying he thought you were very communicative and that I was a bit passive aggressive, which is so not my style. I'm aggressive aggressive or passive passive. Like that, the those two don't, really meet up in a sentence for me except right now so yeah in in synopsis I I would change that I was overthinking and do my best to not I mean it's kind of I feel like it is what it is but also much more communicative and just like honest (laughs) is that good for you (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's good I mean I'm not asking you I'm not no you're not I just wanted I wanted you to give me like a wink wink nod nod like that's good babe yes is there something else that I could add on to that yeah, I, I love all that. And I really loved how 
you were you got up earlier, babe. You were like eight. You weren't ADHD. You were just like HD. <laughs> <laughs> just hyper deficit. <laughs> yeah, you were constantly going. You wanted to reorganize stuff and clean and decorate, and you were just like going, going, going. You're right. I, I didn't because because as someone with severe ADHD, as my psychiatrist has told me, I need something to do all the time. I was obviously I had zero vices, so I was going to bed like I mean like eight thirty. Like I get the eight thirty bedtimes now. I was I, I don't even have a kid. Like I was just I, I was uh, you know six seven nine weeks with cells in my body and I have two dogs and like that's kind of it like in an apartment and I was like have to go to bed 8 30 up at 6 30 7 playing wordle Luke's still sleeping around six he'll be up in an hour I'll just send him my wordle of the day a bunch of memes like I don't even going nuts and I don't think I over drink water but water became my vice and I know that sounds really weird to you guys, but I'm talking like a 10 pack of 16.9 ounces, like a ha- like almost a half a case a day. But that's too like- Too much. Yeah, I know. Luke said I was drinking too much water. I'm like, is that even possible? It was just like, I need something to be doing at all times. I mean, nesting. Oh, yeah. It's just fidgety. The, yeah, the it's amount a fid- of, yeah. I'm like, hang things up. We have a gallery wall. Do this. I'm going to buy these things. Amazon. Oh, I can get it tomorrow by 4 a.m. Lord. I think we need to start going on some hikes. Oh, absolutely. It was just like during that time, that was something that was freaking me out too. Like, don't work out too hard. You can't lift any weights. Don't go crazy on hikes, blah, blah, blah. And now going through what we're going through right now, I walk down the stairs and I have cramps. So I'm like, okay, I'm I'm ready to like train my body for like the next pregnancy. Let's do the gym together. Yeah. One of the things that I really liked was the vices being gone. It was so great. I was like, ugh, I didn't even think about alcohol. I actually texted Brittany that a couple days ago. I was like, I now fully understand, even though I do enjoy a glass of wine still, of course. But I was like, I totally get the whole don't want to drink drinks unless you're like trying to get tipsy. Saying like the the shots, the shots Brittany does. Yeah, yeah. Because Brittany, it's like- because Brittany doesn't like to drink. Brittany doesn't like cocktails. She doesn't like wine. She doesn't like beer. She doesn't like, she doesn't just like drink to like enjoy a drink, right? If if Brittany drinks, she's drinking to feel tipsy. Otherwise she just drinks water or just like doesn't drink alcohol. For me, I enjoy like a nice whiskey or scotch or like, you know, red wine or white wine, whatever it is. But now I'm like, eh. I mean, yeah, wine, sure. I got a bottle of whiskey and I was like, I don't, I don't, I feel like I deserve this and I'm going to have some whiskey. And I'm like, it's not good anymore. I'm like equally bummed as I am like so excited, like how much I didn't need any of that. But I did gain a sugar craving. That was real fucking annoying. Yeah, you did. It was kind of funny to see. I was like, do you want cheesecake? Do you want chocolate with caramel? What? You guys, I hate sweets. Like I hate them. Um, the one, oh, so we were talking about our therapist, our couple's therapist, pre-marital, pre-parental, I don't know what you call it, but I... In hindsight, and not that I wasn't happy then, but I'm so happy that that's something we decided to bring into our lives, even though it's still like fairly new to us that we've only you know talked to him a few times. But I, I have been thinking about that a whole lot. Like, wow, I'm really glad we have that. When you were feeling that day that like, we weren't communicating, we were lacking intimacy, like you couldn't figure out why I was communicating with you the way that I was, to be honest, like not being as kind or open. And you were like, I'm booking this session, was like so awesome, so hot, so sweet, so important. 
of a choice that you made and just you were like, I'm just going to do this. Does this day work? I'm like, holy fuck, I've been waiting for a man like this my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, baby. Yeah. But I thought that was really smart too. Just really smart. I feel like it absolutely reset things. Actually, I, it was about a day before we had the session that I felt like we were back on the same page, but the mm-hmm. session really reaffirmed things. But also great that we did it anyway, because you could have easily said, uh, we're, we're pretty good today because that's not what therapy is about in general. And I've always been an advocate of that. It's not about catching what's happening in the moment of it happening. Like, yes, there are, there are tools you'll learn, but it's about like learning what to do before it happens or while it's happening. Like you already have those tools. So I'm really happy that you did that. Thanks. That's the first time I believe I have ever booked a therapy session. So I know for a fact it is because you've never been to a therapist till me. <laughs> yeah, never been solo still. But yeah. We've talked to therapists together a couple times, and it's just good to stay ahead of things. Try to not let them get out of hand. Yeah. Um, so something else that I learned, I should go without saying, but you were obviously the very most important person in my life. And that next time around, like, I will keep talking to my friends, the small group that I've, like, entrusted in, but that circle needs to stay very small. I do understand why people don't tell people ahead of time, but it's also, like, you're so excited and you just... Just want to talk about it with someone who understands like what your body's going through, but right. I think you need your tight circle. You you definitely need a tight circle <laughs> for for because uh, you have to talk. You can't help it. Uh, yeah. I can keep things pretty close to ch- the chest and just tell like one or two people, one close friend and my brother. Like I can live with that until we get out of the first trimester. But imagine if you were me. Like imagine if it was your body and you were carrying that. Like wouldn't you just be like, "Holy fuck, I'm gonna burst if I don't talk to someone." You have different brains, babe. I don't That's think so. True. You wouldn't. Yeah, you're like, I can't imagine that. So anyway. <laughs> Very different brains. And that's why I like you. Because if you were me in a woman's body, I would not like you. We would not get along. That's true. If you were me in a man's body, not a chance in hell. Is there anything else you've learned or anything you're looking forward to? I am looking forward to not being cold in Colorado like I am right now. Yeah, that's why you should be out here. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you. And I'm looking forward to always having this memory. Because it's not something I can ever forget. But I'm looking forward to being okay. Cause I know that that, sorry. Cause I know that that day will happen where I'm like not going to think about it all day long. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that day where I'm okay, where I smile more than I cry. There's like some guilt that comes with smiling for some reason. Sometimes it's like, why am I laughing? Why am I happy? I'm not supposed to be like, I'm not allowed to be. Well, don't beat yourself up like that. I think you've been very strong. You've been so strong through this. I think your awareness is incredible. Like you're at a level I feel like we haven't been at as far as your this whole self-awareness of everything. And I think you're being, I don't know, you're handling it very well. I miss you and I can't wait to see you in a couple of days. Too. I also have to stop buying things on Amazon. I've been a yeah. monster okay. lately. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. We did the best we could, guys. Thank you for hanging in there and being so patient about the timing of our podcasts. Clearly, we have not been coming out on Wednesdays. Per usual, we will be back in motion sooner than later. I, I also, I, I something. I don't know why I feel the need to say this, but like, I also felt like, obviously, I didn't want to be on like social media or anything like that, but like, I had work to do. You know, James May just launched, relaunched, and it's like the most imperative week to be posting and like letting people know about it. And I had all this guilt where I'm like, I don't want to post about the miscarriage really. Like, I don't, it's not like I want to talk about that to 
all these people, but I feel like I shouldn't be talking about anything else. But I had to work. And then I was like, are people going to judge me? Are they going to be like, oh, wow, she looks really sad. But look, she's posting about her fucking dumb clothing line, blah, 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 blah. I had all these, I still had these thoughts going through my head. But at the end of the day, like life has to go on. I just know that we both need to like allow ourselves some grace and some healing time, but we still have to move on with life. Life yeah. doesn't just stop. You know? Yeah, the world the world doesn't stop spinning. And baby, you put so much work into that and the new line and everything. Uh, it's fantastic. I'm wearing a lot of your shirts and I think everyone should check them out. Thank because you. I wasn't looking for a shameless plug, but I love no, you. No, I'm not just I'm not trying to just do that, but seriously, you've been working on it so hard for the last six months and to finally be back up and feel good about it. And I, I don't know, I'm proud of you. And you should not definitely shouldn't feel guilty about letting people know. Yeah. Um, well, the last thing I want to say is just once again to every single person that reached out to us on social media, email, comments, whatever it was, telling your stories. I have not written everyone back yet. I definitely will. It's a lot to digest. It's a lot to take in, um, but I am very appreciative. And I hope that you ladies found solace in being able to like write those things. But I read them all, so thank you. Thanks for listening, everyone. We will have a Vanderpump recap before our next episode. Bitch slap heard around the world. Yay. What a week for me. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, you're I supposed to laugh lying. there. <laughs> yeah, I'd be lying if I said I was excited about it, but we're going to do we'll it. We'll get through it. We'll get through it. Yep. All right. All right. All I right, guys. You, well, we love you very much, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow me on all platforms at Kristen Doty and follow Luke on Instagram at Luke double underscore Broderick. Be sure to click the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with new episodes every single Wednesday. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.